That's the record button. Here we go. We've done it about OJ. Yep. What episode is this? Ooh, is this 19? I think it's 19. No, because 18's going out today, I think. Uh, how, how's, we... that, how's that going out about our, our fucking computer man abroad? I'll check. Let's see if it's been posted. Episode 18 is up. Is it? And I'm editing 19, so we're on episode 20, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. And uh, it's a special episode today. It's just me and Lewis. That's right. We've, uh, we've separated the wheat from the chaff, quite frankly. And yeah. uh, OJ is no longer part of the project. The boy, boys and the men. The yeah. men are here, the boys are gone. We are sick and tired of his censorship. <laughs> uh, OJ's in Ibiza at the moment with Wayne Lineker <laughs> yeah he's um... hanging out the back of birds <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's uh, he's fucked up already he's only been there a day yeah we're going to misbehave today because we haven't got him here yeah the uh... no censorship yeah the teacher's gone out of the classroom for 20 minutes and uh, we can't be contained he's on the old uh, Nordic spirits for people that know what they are the nicotine pouches don't they you put under your lip yep I've, stop smoking I've been on them Lewis is dabbling in them I've tried them yeah OJ's had one he's fucking off his head he's fucked it we got, <laughs> yeah we got a snapchat well, I opened it and it said uh, on the snus boys and then the next one which was like 10 minutes later said I fucked it <laughs> I wonder what what's the powder inside Judge? what's he got in it apart from nicotine some sort of gum is it yeah what if you chew it Rip it and chew it. Maybe it would probably taste fucking. Could you sniff it? Potentially. I think it's like a powder. That could be a hell of a spicy fucking. Yeah. Just a spicy line. It'd fuck you up. That's too, too much at once. It's a slow release in that packet. I mean, I have used them. They're good. They were just. They just start to move around my mouth a bit, so I get quite a slobbery mouth. Yeah. Like a fucking dog. It takes some getting used to, I must admit. But yeah, so OJ's gone. Me and Lewis. Yeah. On a beautiful Sunday evening. We're going to keep it. We're going to try and keep it a bit short and sweet this week because it is fucking roasting. Yeah, we are melting. It's 30 degree heat. We're inside my apartment, penthouse, call it what you want. Yeah, penthouse suite. And all the windows are open and it's still fucking hot. It is just fucking hot. I've been sweating all day. I haven't yeah. stopped. I'm dripping too. My, my hands, backs of my legs and shit when I've been sat down. It's just fucking horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. Have There's a no shower. escaping in it. Have a shower, come out, you're sweating. Yeah. Yeah, there is no escaping it. It's horrible. We last five minutes in the fucking like Abu Dhabi or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll never go in uh, south of the equator. Too fucking hot. It's not happening. Yes, I've managed to avoid it for the most part because I've been behind the bar. Yeah, you're quite lucky in that department, yeah. I'd say. It's quite, it's quite cool now when I visited yeah, it's earlier. Nice. It's freezing in the winter, but it's quite cool now. Yeah, you had a big old power cut today, didn't you, which is convenient. We did, so we <clears> got away early. Yeah. Three hour, three hour power cut, they said, didn't they? Yeah, so we got some time for some mischief. Yeah, that's good. But uh, yesterday I went to Tesco's to get some supplies for the gang. I got some ice creams. Very kind of you. And I got some ingredients <clears throat> for a cocktail, which I'll tell you about in a minute because it's quite involved. I don't know if it was worth it. But anyway, so I'm fucking roasting hot. Like, I've run to my car. I've got all the windows down and the aircon on. Realised the aircon doesn't work with the windows down, so I closed them. Just drove faster, you know, get more air in. Got to Tesco's. Fuck, quick in and out. Nice and cool in Tecchio's, obviously. Yeah, I went in there the other day. It's fucking yeah, it's it's lovely. Didn't want to leave. Drove back, getting all the stuff out of my car, and, oh, God, the sun was just beaming down on me. And just as I got the last stuff in... I get to the door and this guy on the campsite pulls up on like one of those little foldable bikes. Oh yeah. No top on, it's big beer guy hanging out, you know. Yeah, nice kit kit out. Yeah, he got the kit out. And he's like, just the man I want to see. 
like, fuck, what does he want? Yeah, fuck off, mate. Not not the time. Yeah. And so I'm stood there, like, meters away from the shade inside the, the building, you know? And he's telling me that the electric's gone on his uh, caravan pitch. It's a new hookup that they put in the other day. And he was explaining to me the intricacies of three-phase, <clears throat> different amps, fuses... All this shit I didn't understand. I just pour pints. Yeah. My, my guy. And he's telling me, and I was like, look, you need to wait for the gaffer to come back because it ain't going to be me dealing with it. I ain't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. He's like, look, but I'm a sparky. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't disbelieve what you're saying, man. But- that's, that's all well and good, mate. You can't start fucking... Di- he can't start taking apart this electrical box. He's like, been feeling around in it. He shouldn't do that. He shouldn't know, do that. I know. He, he if, took it upon himself. If the gaffer had come across and said, oh, fucking hell, I don't know what's up with that. And he said, look, I am an electrician. I'll, can yeah. I have a look? Like, yeah, okay. Rather than, do you imagine fucking tearing a cable out of the ground? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's, there's your problem, man. Like, cheers for that. Yeah, thanks. You've, you just fucked you've made a mess of my new fucking hookup there. How well, many, how, why have you put a new hookup in? Just because. Just, just need more hookups. Cause how many have you put in? I think there's like 36 now. What, 36 all in all? Yeah, there's 40 pitches, but 36. But I'm, the crux of this story is he's trying to explain to me his uh, electrician yeah. education. And I'm stood there melting. I'm like, fuck, I was this close to getting back inside. The sweat's pouring off me. I can feel it down my back, my armpits, my <laughs> fucking balls are sweating. And I'm like, mate, the gaff is going to be bad. The gaff is going to be bad. Just leave me alone. Just, yeah, can we just please take this inside or piss off? Yeah. And then after that, I said I was fucking sweaty for the rest of the day. Yeah, there's no escaping it, mate. I mean, the air, the air con's good in the car, but. It's not cutting the mustard right at the minute. No, it's not. I, I found I'm having to turn it off and have the windows open just to get a bit of a fucking... Breeze in there. Yeah, because the aircon, it just still, it feels warm. Admittedly, it's an old car, but... Yeah, I've been getting the same problem. So, I don't know how people have sat outside for the past couple of days drinking beers in the sun. I went to this art festival earlier. There's people just sat outside on blankets right in the sunlight drinking. I'm like, you're all going to fucking die. Yeah, you're getting toasted. Yeah, I, I walked around and I was... I was fucking sweating, mate. I had, yeah. a, I had a pint. That cooled me down a little bit. There was no shade there. The only shade was in the gazebos where people were displaying their art. Yeah. And I have no interest in that, so I didn't want to go in any. <laughs> just full of fucking hippies. Did you not want to just feign interest? I was tempted, mate. Yeah, I saw some comfortable seats. I was like, I might just pretend to like something, just have a seat. What's that film where he's just staring at the painting and the painting's like staring back? I, I'm I think, Yeah, I think, oh, it's a scene from Family Guy. <laughs> 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 mate when I went to New York I had to go around all these art galleries it's fucking so shit I've been to galleries before mate but uh, this was a bit like fucking off offbeat mm. you know hippie there were some people there dressed in some fucking weird stuff like uh, art in some sort of fashion and I was looking at them like they were dressed in like really weird really, really suits I was like you must be fucking dying there's people singing playing guitars African drums yeah. Did it smell like reefer in the air? No, there was no cannabis anywhere. No, I didn't really? smell anyone smoking any weed. That's surprising. I thought, thought the whole place would be sparking up. Yeah, there were no police either, actually. You'd think the police would be, because there was alcohol, you know what I mean? People were drinking and that. I would have mm. thought the police would have been there. There was just a lot of, a lot of snotty people about it. It was snobby. Yeah. Even talking like proper fucking posh people. Yeah. Not my sort of thing. Just went for a walk around with my girlfriend. Something to do, though, mm. because I don't want to sit inside all day on the day like this. It is too hot. Police are fucking useless around here, man. <clears throat> you know that video I sent you, or that picture I sent you of that... What are they called? The car transport lorries? No, yeah. Is that car, what they are? Car transport, yeah. yeah it, it was an articulated lorry, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a fully full... It was a full job. They tried to go over the, the humpback bridge outside where I work. 
what did you what's the term for it bellied out bellied out beached out yeah it was <clears throat> fucked mate their their trailers have got like fucking six inches anyway mate they're very low trailers yeah and for, to even attempt that was fucking madness. But they closed the top road, so he came down here, and apparently <laughs> loads of people were saying, oh, we tried to stop him, we kept put, flashing him, saying, don't do it, don't do it. And he was like, nah, it'd be fine, it'd be fine, it'd be fine. Did he come down past your pub, then heading towards the village then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he was going the other way for some reason. No, uh, he was, because the roads, yeah, they were, yeah, roads were closed that. at night. And obviously, pub garden full of people, and everyone's like, "Way!" You know, when someone like when someone drops a glass, everyone's taking pictures, everyone's taking videos. People are going up there, like assessing it as if they know what to do. To be fair, uh, talking from experience, his to get around that right would have mm. been a hell of a diversion because you couldn't. The next village up, yeah. You can't go through the back lanes there because there's eighteen ton bridges. Yeah. The same thing would happen. Yeah. So you'd have to go right, like. <clears throat> the next village through there, all the way to the town. Yeah. In fucking background with a massive loop. You fucked it big time. So you're there. So you can picture it, can't you? You're there. You're trying to get it done as quick as possible. You he ignore sh- all the warnings. He should have gone flat knacker out of it if he was going to do it. Yeah. One of the guys at the bar was like, when in doubt, flat out. go flat out. Yeah. Send some black up the stack, boy. Some black at the stack. So anyway, he's, he's breached there. Someone has called the police, obviously. People keep saying, oh, do you know any farmers? Do you know any farmers? And, and the farmer across the road did come down in his tractor because he was coming to show me his tractor because he wanted me to send a picture of it to you. He'd have a job pulling the fucking thing out. Yeah, well, the guy said, can you pull me out? And he's like, no, because if I break the bridge or if I break you, you're going to say it's my fault. So no, you're on your fucking own path. Yeah, chains chains snap. I've seen chains go through windscreens of trucks before. So it's a very anyway, delicate operation. It is a delicate operation. So they send police, the police come, the, armed police for some reason. The fucking police. Yeah. And they're there talking to the farmers and they're like, they were in an unmarked BMW. Armed police in an unmarked BMW to see what this breach... Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. I don't know. And they, the guy was... The, the farmer was saying um, that the pair of them were younger than me and you are. They're like 21, 22. Yeah, they probably know how to shoot a gun. They wouldn't know what to do yeah. in that recovery situation. Uh, all they do is ring the recovery company, yeah. you know what I mean? To and come they, out. And they were like, oh, what do we do about this, mate? And he's like, you're the fucking police, mate. <laughs> Pull it, pull it off, isn't it? And then he goes to the other guy. He's like, one of the guys at the bar. He goes, "I'll give you a quid if you try grab his Glock." <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have the ball for that. If you're in a bit of a fifty-fifty. That yeah. that sat on that bridge is not good. Yeah. So personally, I would have said, "Get it anyway." Getting it off the bridge, I would have taken that chance. Yeah. Because sitting on the bridge, the bridge could collapse big time. Yeah, all the weights on it. Yeah. <laughs> I they, bet, well, I they, they took all the cars off. Did you try and... Oh, did they? Yeah. Fucking hell. I bet they loaded about, all of it. I bet you had about 12 cars on there. Yeah, mate. Some of them were battered as well. Like. Yeah, yeah. I sent a photo to my dad and he said they didn't. They weren't new cars. So you know what mm. I mean? You don't know where, where the fuck he's going with it or where he's yeah. come from. So, yeah, it was big hoo-ha. And a bit like when that woman drive, drove through the wall at the pub. All people are fucking asking you. Oh, have you seen that? Have you seen that? Like, oh. And then you hear all the shit jokes like, oh... You're bracing for the tidal wave when it collapses. No, I haven't seen this. I'm blind. Yeah. I'm, I'm blind. I'm handicapped. I'm yeah. working beyond the bar. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I've fucking seen it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But anyway... How um, did they get it off in the end? Any ideas? Yeah, so they unloaded everything. And then pulled it over. And then just drove over it. He, he, he drove over. He had to get towed over. And he just drove over. Well, I don't know. I was too busy pulling beers. I bet the underneath his trailer looked like shit. Yeah, there was hydraulic oil leaking everywhere as well. Oh, dear. Yeah, he's knackered it. Yeah. So... Um, did he get the cars back on it? Yeah, so he had to unload them all. I'm surprised he managed to get them back on if the hydraulic oil was leaking. Yeah. 
the trailer would have been rendered useless. Well, someone would say, again, so it's all... fuck the tarmac on the bridge either. Uh, it's scuffed. If you go over the bridge, you'll see it's all scuffed. So you dig it out, mate. Yeah. Well, fucking having a digger on it. It was bad. So yeah, that was eventful. And then yesterday, I was um, I was abused at work. Verbally abused. Verbal abuse, mate. Serious thing in the workplace. By a massive Brazilian man. <laughs> 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 so picture the scene he's been drinking beers all day so he's pissed the yep. dude's at least like I'd say 5'11 6 foot stacked up he's fucking swole is he yeah not like muscle well some of it's muscle obviously but he wasn't yeah. like fat fucker he was just big dude big fella yeah the kind of guy he'd want on his side in a fight so he's at the bar he comes up to the bar it's quite late he's been drinking loads of pints and he's got two cans of those pre-mixed cocktails in his hand Right, and he's like, "Can I have two glasses and ice for these?" I was like, "Man, you can't drink your own drinks here." That is absurd. That is absurd. It really is absurd. Yeah. He's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, you wouldn't go into McDonald's and bring your own food, would you?" No. He's like, "Yeah, but in it," and he'd already told me earlier on the night he was Brazilian, and then he goes, "Yeah, but in Italy, they if you ask somebody for a shirt, they if." You know, I'll give you my shirt. And he took his fucking shirt off right and handed it. And he's like, see, I'd give you my shirt. You won't even give me some ice. I was like, mate, look, I'm sorry, but it's just the rules. I can't let you drink them here. Like, what, just what? save them till you get home. What's the gesture of a sh- taking his shirt off going to do? Because he was trying to say that in Italy... Yeah, they do everything. They do anything, they, they do for, anything for you. And I said, yeah, but I thought you said you're Brazilian. And I think that pissed him off a little bit because then he started calling me an asshole. And he was like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Yeah, and then he called me asshole three languages, told me to shove the ice up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just down there like, yeah, okay, man, I get it, I get it. Just, you know, Absolute try rage. not to antagonize. It's always, whenever I get into these confrontations at work, it's always massive people that yeah. I wouldn't have any chance in a fight with. The biggest dude. So there's no point in me saying a little five foot six, nine stone three white kid saying. Do you not tell him to get out? Like, you don't, you don't mate, go. Yeah, but if I said to him, fuck off, mate. All you got to, in my experience with these situations, you let them say their piece and then they leave. Because if you antagonize them, they stay. That's, yeah, that is true. Yeah. So he's like on his way out to, the, uh, he's moving towards the door. So I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah, no worries, yeah, mate, no worries. Fucking cunt. And then a girl, a girl at the <laughs> bar leans over and goes, oh, don't you fucking say that to him. And I was like, for fuck's sake. You can probably guess who that was. We went to school with her. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. And fair play to him. Is she your ex-girlfriend? No, no, it's Dion. Oh, yeah. Right. The fair play to her for stepping in, to be fair. Yeah. And it, obviously, when girls do it, it's they're, they're never going to hit a girl. Yeah, meat, sh- hope. meat shield, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Grab her in front of you. So she's fucking, like, like giving him shit. And I'm stood there like, oh, my God. And then he's like, no, no, fuck you, fuck you. And then, thankfully, Neil comes around. He goes, look, mate, look. He goes... Stupid rules, stupid country, but that's the rules here, mate. You're not in Italy, you're not in Brazil, that's just how it is. And then he, this guy was like, you're a fucking rude barman, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck this place. And he's fucking, he's like, fuck you English. Did he have fuck his hands you. like yeah, this? Yeah, he's like, fuck you English. Mamma mia. Right. And he leaves and I was like, fucking hell, man, I've just, uh, I'm 10 hours into a 12-hour shift. I'm f- fucking busiest day of the year. And I've got some massive Italian, like... On the verge of maybe kicking, yeah, maybe kicking my head in. Anyway, 20 minutes later, he comes back with his mate. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I overreacted, shook my hand, all this sort of stuff. And it was fine. I, um, I used to work for Romanian dudes. And they, they used to constantly complain about the UK mm. and, the, and our rules. I'm like, you know, if you, 
they they always want why why can't we just go out into the the forest and fish in where we want to fish mm. and light fires barbecues anywhere we want I was like because we just don't do that here mate yeah you know there is probably a significant risk of wildfires for starters mm. you know some fish are protected or you don't know what the fuck you're catching out some of these places either exactly. nasty stanky water if you go to Dubai you know public signs of affection are a bit of a no-go mm. if you go kissing your missus holding her hand fucking you know what I mean grabbing her ass you get chucked in jail you ain't got a leg to stand on pal yeah. and their police won't take no shit no exactly you, you're just fucking done yeah like in Thailand and stuff like that man if the police stop you you just gotta buy them a beer and give them some money yeah yeah that's fair enough but the UK we got a lot of laws some people might say it's unreasonable. Keeps us all safe, mate. Yeah, exactly. They're here for our protection. Like, fishing... The thing is, like, if everyone came and fished the reservoir at my pub and took all the carp out of it, then we wouldn't have a business of selling fishing tickets because there'd be no fucking carp in there. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... It's not like you're fishing the Rhine River, this massive river that flows yeah, into the sea. A lot of them sea. are fucking fishing the sea. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of time, if you go, like... I don't know about Romania, but you know, Cyprus or places like that. They fish mm. in the sea, Greece. Yeah. Fresh fish every day. It's the fucking ocean, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> there are plenty more fish in the sea. There's not plenty more fish in a uh, fucking, you know, yeah. little lake. Exactly. They don't just come back on their own. Like, this is a reservoir full of water. Yeah. Like, someone has to think of swimming in the If you don't... Like... <clears throat> yeah, I've been, I've been swimming in a lake. It's, mm. it's fucking gross, mate, because yeah. it's not running water. Yeah, it's just you just got all the fucking spawn sitting on top and fuck knows what underneath. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a bit gross. Dirty. A lot of people I know went swimming in the local reservoir. And I was like, ain't that water minging? Because he just sits there. Yeah, looks nice. Mean. And everyone and a lot of people go swimming in a quarry too, don't they, nearby? Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Danger zone. Yeah. I've been in a quarry. It was full of water when I started there. And then when I went back a year later or so, it was empty. Mm. And the shit at the bottom of it, you would I was driving down where the water was. There's all the old fucking like the old quarry equipment's there, like you know, big steel girders and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't know that was there. Quarries are particularly dangerous because one because it's stagnant water, it's really fucking cold at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, sends you into shock. Yeah, so people dive in or they swim in it. Like um, my stepdad lived near a. People have died here, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. He lived near a quarry, like Oops. a res. Uh, that had been filled in that people used to swim in. Yeah. And when they drained it, there was loads of, like, skeletons at the bottom where, like, cattle had gone in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Got paralysed and just fucking drowned. Yeah. I can bust a sheep earlier on the main road. I bet that thing's been clattered now. Yeah, Sitting probably. on the verge eating, got out of the field. Yeah. It's probably covered in mint sauce on someone's table. Everyone was slowing down. It's like, fucking, what'd you do? You can't start shepherding it back in the field. Just leave yeah. it. Yeah, leave it. I saw a deer last night driving home as well. Really? Yeah. And when you drive past one... Or get near one, you the, the, the sheer size of them actually becomes very real. Mm. Like if I hit that with a car, yeah, it's gonna it it's coming through the windscreen, probably gonna kill me, or it's gonna write my car off to bits. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking same crazy, with horses, man. Like it's people... the warm weather, I think, encourages them to come out, and yeah. they're coming they're coming out in the daytime because it's warm. Getting bread, they just want to come for a pint, don't they? Yeah, they just want to come and chill with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> but crossing main roads. Not a good idea for them. Yeah. They just fucking stare at their cars, don't they? they? Look at the just they sit there and stare at the headlights, and get flattened. Yeah, it does blind them. I tell you what. Speaking of swimming in rivers, just quick before we move on, um, our local town that we would go to for a night out. I, I was, I don't know how I went on one of those Wikipedia rabbit holes and I was reading about the river. One of them, yeah, yeah. 
And the river that runs through there is dangerously unsafe chemical-wise. The Environment Agency has given it one of the worst ratings that you can get. Really? Yeah. Is that through natural causes or through uh, people? To be honest, I think a lot of rivers are like that now. But if you imagine a river running through town, you've got spill-off, you've got... Uh, yeah, all sorts, people. Yeah, people throwing shit in there. It's like I saw a, a video the other day, I might have mentioned this before, about a guy foraging. And he was saying things like, these things are too close to the road, and so they're covered in pollution. What, well, these rivers? No, like foraging for like berries and herbs oh, and stuff. Okay. See, because they're so close to the road, all the emissions that go on them, it's, it's not good to eat. Yeah, you're picking fucking berries that are black. Yeah, exactly. And smog. So... In, in, like, a town, all the shit. When it rains, all the oil and shit that comes you off the see roads. Wintertime, when you drive past hedgerows in the winter and the grass verge, it's fucking black. Yeah, it's disgusting. With like, sl- when it's icy, sludging. Yeah, it's, oh, it's horrible, isn't dirt. it? Yeah, it's black. I don't know how the fucking thing survive. Mm. The hedgerows, you think they just die. Just die away. But, yeah. Yeah, the, I think the idea of, like, the idyllic countryside People where... love going picking berries on them, like... You, you, yeah. If you saw that bush six months ago, you wouldn't probably go near it. Exactly. Another thing the guy said, he was like, if it's near a public walkway, there's a good chance dogs piss on it. Yeah, true that. Yeah, if you're picking down at fucking waist height, like, a dog's mm. slashed up it. Yeah. Or I've had dogs which will go and shit in a bush, you know what yeah. I mean? If a dog's fucking sprayed a load of shit on it, you don't want to be eating them. Yeah. We have sort of fucked up the environment. I don't eat wild berries, mate. Just in the sheer fact that I might get fucking Ew. bit of a ropey stomach. Yeah. yeah, that guy was making tea out of stinging nettles. Yeah, you can do that. Mine, one of my previous girlfriends, their grandparents, uh, and her parents used to make uh, gin out of berries. Mm. Uh, it, it was it was pretty good, too. Fair. It's, it's slow gin. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking strong though. Mm. Very strong. It was it was okay though. It's quite nice. I had some fresh rhubarb once. Uh, rhubarb and custard. Pudding that was really good, yeah. Made me fucking shit. <laughs> I found that's, a, I found that's an old wife's tale. Your first, my dad said this, my f- your first pull of rhubarb, yeah. You're fucking squitting, shit, you have a needle. Apparently, rhubarb leaves are poisonous, really. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. It's all, but again, a lot, of, a lot of these things you just take at face value, but I don't think it's true. It's like dock leaves, people always say, Oh, like. Nature works in mysterious ways, like where there's a sting in it, there's a dock leaf. Yeah, you meant uh, they, they neutralise the sting, apparently. No, the they, leaf. there's no scientific evidence to support it. It's they're an good old for, wives' tale. They're good for wiping ass because they're huge. Yeah, they are, yeah. They, they're, <laughs> they're a big spread, they're lovely. Apparently, there's a, a saying, like, if you grab a sting in it hard, the lad that tests his metal won't get stung by a sting in it or something like that. If... If you look at a stinging nettle leaf, if you brush it upwards, it mm. won't sting you. Yeah. If you brush down, it will, because it's sticking to your Yeah, skin. the little needles. But if you just crush it, it breaks the needles before they pierce your skin. Uh-huh. But I ain't going to go out fucking grabbing nettles. Yeah. I'm sure as hell ain't going to be making tea out of them. Fuck that. Fuck that. Like, grabbing a cactus fast, is that going to snap the needles before they go in your skin? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. No, it's just going to hurt like a motherfucker. Cactuses work in mysterious ways, though. They do, yeah. It's funny, <laughs> funny how they, funny how they survive, really, mate. Yeah. Watch Jackass now and then, guys like jumping into them. Oh, it's fucking up, mate. Bringing the pain. You shouldn't drink pain. cactuses either. What the water inside? Yeah. Or is it why? Poisonous. Is it? What do plants use to to chlorophyll? Chlorophyll, the yeah. white the white liquid inside a plant, isn't it? Is that how they transfer water around them, or is that what they produce? Chlorophyll. You did triple science, buddy. Yeah. 
I'm just saying, it's like <laughs> that. All that water's been processed in a cactus. If you're drinking it out of there, it's gonna be full of fucking god knows what. Yeah, because it's not. It's not just H2O at that point. It's got other shit. In it. Yeah, it's been through the system, mate. Mm. Yeah, no, no, thank you. Plants are weird. They are weird. Yes, I watched a video on Facebook the other day. He was at uh, the guy was at some sort of national heritage place. Got its massive gardens, massive water features, and there's a gate, a set of gates, poisonous. Uh, poisonous flower section. Oh yeah. Obviously close to the public, but he went in there. There's just fucking loads of harmless looking plants, mate. There's like, yeah, if you touch the leaves or fucking get any of it in your hands or your mouth, your eyes, it'll fucking kill fuck you. you up, boy. Yeah, kill you, mm. make you very ill very quickly. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Then there's weird. other plants that are really good for you, like apparently yarrow. I think it's yarrow. You see it growing in hedgerows. It's like antiseptic, and it also helps clot blood. So if you get cut rub yarrow in it it'll help the the cut seal faster and it'll also clean it some people would probably live for it don't they yeah forage we did talk about this it's coming back to me because OJ was saying that humans don't expend that many calories from exercise because they're foraging but I Parasite cannot my works well mate yeah exactly I cannot think of a worse world than going fucking foraging imagine for if he's ill you're like yeah you need to go and hike three miles for this flower and it make you better I've, I'll just die mate yeah. I'll just I'll get comfortable and that'll be me. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done I'm done. Yeah. It's all downhill. Nah, it still can't be us. <laughs> yeah. But I mean if it I'd like to see proof of it working. Yeah. In a tribe or something, you know what I mean? What about ayahuasca then? What do you think about that? What's that? Ayahuasca is like a combination of different like plants and herbs that they use in South Africa South America, sorry. And it basically, the way they put it together creates DMT. Really? Yeah, and they go and they drink it. And then they go on these, like, spiritual trips. That is madness. You can go to these places and have a shaman look after you as you do ayahuasca. But apparently it makes you shit and puke everywhere. Um, Probably not worth it, And then you trip out and see God, I guess. Not for me, mate. Not for me, man. I watched a video of a guy going picking mushrooms the other day again. Mm-hmm. And he went with someone. It was like it's just natural, natural space, green area. The dude was like, "Yeah, enjoy your trip." And just left him. <laughs> this dude just lies down, eat mushrooms, and that's it, mate. He's, yeah. he's away. I can't remember where it was, but they they are eating mushrooms from the age of six. Jesus. They're having their first trips from a very early age. Yeah, it's, it's just intense. A, I don't know if it's Mexico or somewhere. It's a cultural thing. Oh yeah, they yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, they're they're everywhere though. Like what Mexico also do that toad. Stuff where they squeeze the toads. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Is it, is it some sort of hallucinogenic? Yeah, they squeeze the toad and all this shit shoots out its back. Secretes. Yeah, secretes. Very giddless. Yeah, Very triple science coming yeah, in, aren't they? <laughs> and then a bit like ketamine, it like, if you do it onto like a glass plate or something, it dries and then you turn it into a powder and then they smoke it. I saw, I think it was something Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia on Vice. <laughs> He went and did it. Who, who, who the fuck is discovering that? I don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like the ayahuasca. Who thought? Let's mix these two things together. And if I had done that for the first time, I thought, "Oh, uh, I fancy a cup of tea." But Yorkshire tea ain't been invented yet. What am I going to get? I'll get this plant. I'll get this. I'll mix it together. I'll drink it. And then for the next twelve hours, I live a whole nother life and think I've met God. And wake up and think, "I'm going to build a society on this." Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a great idea. It doesn't suit everyone, mate. I think that's what people forget. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't work for everyone. Some people would fucking hate that. You've never tried any psychedelics, have you? Mm-mm. 
Fucking scary, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <clears throat> society's built on that. Every time. Society's built on that. You're not... Not everyone's going to want to do it. Then, no. then what? Are you out of society? Yeah, and you're a little pussy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Psychedelics. The older I get, the more I do wonder, like, if any drugs are actually good for you. No. As much as I love alcohol and nicotine and I think I th- and... I really think it can upset your balance of your brain, mate, some of mm. these things. I think it can frighten you forever. Yeah. You see shit that you're never going to see. I mean, when I took acid, man, the first time was... Mm, I only saw like mild hallucinations. Like I had a, like a nugget of weed in my hand, and when I looked at it, it looked like a little hedgehog on its back, <laughs> like, just looking at me. I was like, "What the fuck's that?" And then like it screamed as I like, put it in the grinder. No, it didn't. No. That's so, <laughs> horrific. That would have been. That would have been horrific. That would have been a bad trip. But then the next time, I thought, "Well, that wasn't that experience was not what I thought it was going to be." So I'll take twice the amount. Ooh. And I was there, I put two tabs in my mouth, I hadn't eaten anything, I was meditating. Which you meditate, you no, know. Namaste. And I'd already smoked some, yeah, namaste. No, namaste. And then, like, within 45 minutes, I was like, oh my god. And it made me need to shit, this probably gave me a bit of steam for some people, but it made me need to shit, right? And then I was sat in the toilet, like, shitting, like, loads of logs. But it felt like I was, like, shitting out the, like, animated dragons from How to Train Your Dragon. That is bizarre. Like, it was weird, but I looked down like, it's not a dragon, it's not a dragon. And then, like, that was, like, funny. I think I'll just end up sitting there all night. Yeah. Yeah, just firing dragons out. But then it quickly started to go downhill from there, and, oh, my God, my girlfriend started crying. I was fucking freaking out, uh, and we just laid on the bed, just fucked. Like, I can't even describe it. You really. can't, it's not like you can get out of it, either. No, exactly. I learned after the fact that you can take a diazepam, it'll stop it. Really? Yeah, but I just had to call my brother. I tried calling you, didn't I? And I remember like seeing your face on the screen. It was just morphing into this insane thing. I was Pe- like, people say you've got to be in the right mindset for all this you shit. Do. That's the thing. Like you, I-, I can appreciate that, but I don't think it can control where your mind's about to go. No, exactly. You've got to be very like uh, mindful to to guide these trips. So as soon as like I saw my girlfriend at the time starting to cry, your inhibitions are like, shot, mate. Fuck fuck this is bad and she's like i need to call my mom i'm like you can't fucking call your mom jesus christ like how much trouble are we gonna be in mom i'm off my fucking head on acid yeah, yeah. help me yeah help now i'm panicking help. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna lose my job <laughs> but then i got uh jack jack came over and i can't even remember really what happened me and my ex-girlfriend were uh, just lying on the bed just like experiencing this insanity and she then... slapping her face and fucking Jack came out of the back and he's like, fuck, why are you hanging out the back of it? No, he's like, <laughs> he came in and it was like, I remember he stood in front of the window and the sun was beaming behind him and it was like an angel had entered the room. Yeah, like Jesus. Yeah, like Jesus had entered the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was fine. And then we, then it was fine from then. But then uh, we got into this weird loop, right? This is another thing that happens on acid, which is weird. This is why I don't like this stuff. Yeah, cause this it, is why it don't yeah, interest me. Because it's horrible. So me, my ex, and my housemate were having a conversation. Uh, no, my brother was having a conversation. And then my housemate came into the room, asked us a question. I can't remember what. Just the ganja man. Yeah, the ganja man, yeah. And then he runs downstairs. And he runs back upstairs because he forgets what he's doing down there. And we have the exact same conversation again. And he runs downstairs, comes back upstairs. We have the exact same conversation. And my brother was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you just had this conversation like three or four times. That is awful. So that was weird. 
And then this other kid, uh, the kid from Ghana. Do you remember him? Yeah. yeah. Name him with a U. A D. Huh? D. Oh. Doomy. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Umi. <laughs> Umami. Yeah, so Doomy, anyway, he, um, he had a really low tolerance for weed. And he, he wanted to smoke this joint that we'd rolled. And he shouldn't really smoke weed and do acid because it, ex- it extrapolates the problem. So I said, don't take any of that, mate. And he goes, okay. And I turn my back for like two seconds and he's fucking got this fat joint out. And he takes a massive toke. And then for the next, I shit you not, for the next 10 hours, all he could say was, oh, oh, oh my God, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled, I'm in awe, I'm, I'm terrified. And like, he just had to hold on to someone and the dude was fucked. And I thought, that's it, this kid is going to die. Like, that's not okay, mate. Yeah, it's like he's opened the Ark of the Covenant and his face has been mowed up. <laughs> fucking, you're just mentally retarding yourself, yeah. mate. And in the, end, in the end, I was like, man, I've been tripping for so long, I need to go to bed. Here's a pad, here's a pen, write down your thoughts, I'll see you tomorrow. I didn't see the cunt for two weeks. I thought he'd just evaporated. <laughs> I, I thought, was he a figment of my imagination? Did he even exist in the first place? Was, yeah, was he even real, man? Was he even real? And then he'd come back on the scene and he was just like, not completely changed, but he just had this different perspective and he became really focused on his music career, on his uni work. And he said to me, that was the most profound experience of my whole entire life. Thank you for how sorting it. How the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, but dude, you were fucked up, man. Yeah, how'd you get that from being that messed Dirtly. up? And whatever, his words could not comprehend what he was thinking in his head, but he clearly saw something or, or felt something. It just unlocked some potential in his brain. So then I thought, well, shit, if he can have that experience... Why can't I get some profound philosophical experience from it? So I tried it another time. It's not the same yeah, for everyone, though, mate. Not. So again, me and the Ganja Man up in the room, drop two tabs, 45 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God, why have I done this again? This is fucking horrible. <laughs> this, is not, this is not profound. There's yeah, no inspiration. Yeah, and I was just like in pure terror. So I went downstairs. I, my girlfriend was watching telly on the sofa. I grab her leg and I'm like, oh my God, like, just make it stop, just make it stop. <laughs> and I'm like, every time I open my eyes, man, the whole world was shifting in like all these crazy configurations. And then when I closed my eyes, I was picturing that I was a fetus. I wasn't picturing, I felt like I was there. Like every time oh. I closed my eyes, I was somewhere else, that I was a fetus in like a womb right this is awful and the womb was like a like a sack almost like a cloning vat i guess attached to this like incomprehensibly large extraterrestrial being that like tail was covered in all these sacks with all different people in it sounds like something like a fucking alien or yeah something. yeah it was like sort of humanoid but it had this like tail and then all these people were like not like babies, but like human. Like I was still. Imagine like, if all them other people were actually tripping on acid at the same time. Right. Okay. Well, this is where it gets interesting. So then I thought, well, shit. Like, this is kind of like being connected. What the matrix? To Mother Nature. Yeah. I'm part of this big feminine humanoid sort of, but also incomprehensibly large extraterrestrial being that has an inconceivable amount of human beings in the same position as me, as if I'm a newborn soul. Right? What the fuck? And then, but then I'd open my eyes because it was too much for me to take in. And then I would see everything moving and I'd keep going back and forth, back and forth. I asked my mate, 
to put some music on. He put some drum and bass on it. Fucking made me feel scared. So <laughs> I said, put my playlist on, put my playlist on, press shuffle. All on the Watchtower came on and I was fine then for the next 10 hours. And after that, I thought, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to accept that I'm not going to make a profound experience to it. But then in retrospect, I watched a, I watched a video of someone talking about DMT. And they said a lot of people's experiences of DMT or heavy psychedelic trips is that they go to, I guess, what you could call God's waiting room, yeah. where souls are waiting to be reborn into the world. Like another world. Yeah, and I thought, well, that's sort of what I experienced. Yeah, it is, yeah, in a birthing chamber, mate. Yeah. <clears throat> but then how do you live a normal life after how that? Does, how, do, <laughs> how, well, yeah, how do a lot of people th- have the same trip? Mm. Why, why is everyone's brains doing the same thing like that? It's almost like a hive mind, isn't it? It is almost like a hive mind, but being a sceptic, I would say that the reason that we all have similar trips is because we all share similar experiences. We all read similar literary experiences, yeah. movies. Does that go to show that we're all sort of like... <sighs> drones like yeah like we're all you know what i mean just workers we don't have as much individuality as, as, we, think. as we think yeah we're, we're all trapped in the system yeah like it's an illusion like that is free will and all this sort it's of quite stuff. it's quite worrying isn't it actually it's quite scary yeah it is scary but then i think it's come if you when you realize that you're a puppet on strings may is that more comforting comforting to know because at least you know yeah. There's no one known in that. You're like, okay, yeah. Die posture go for a piss, mate. I'm busting. Yeah, go on. How'd you pause that thing? Right, well, me and Lewis just got back from our practice synchronized shitting. It's the new uh, Commonwealth Games event in 2026. I think we're going hit, to hit the gold. Did you turn the light off? Because that won't get you a gold medal. No, I didn't. I may have done. Absolutely diabolical. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made a cocktail yesterday called a Ramos Gin Fizz. Oh, yeah, you was just saying about this, yeah. What, what, what I meant to send you a of? picture of it. A Ramos Gin Fizz. Yeah. So the ingredients are gin. Yes. Freshly squeezed lemon and lime juice, which I got an actual bought a thing off Amazon to press lime Like a press. Nice. A vanilla extract. Okay. Simple syrup. What's simple syrup? Just like sugar syrup. Okay, so clear. Yeah. Yeah. Orange Blossom Water. What? Where the fuck did you get that from? Amazon. That was eight quid. Fuck, for what, a litre? No, for like a little bowl. You are You sh- just use like a drop. It's three drops. Strong stuff. Yeah. I then... What else did I add then? Cream. Double cream. Nice. And one egg white. Really? Uncooked. Oh, that's rough. So... <laughs> How do you get the yolk out of an egg white? You, when you crack the egg, you like keep moving it like that in the two halves of the shell, keeping the yellow whilst the white falls down. You ever seen the thing on the plastic bottle? You squeeze a plastic bottle, put it on the yolk and let go. It just sucks the yolk up. Yes. But I didn't want to buy anything else because I spent fucking loads of money. Is this just for yourself or for sale? It's just for me. Fucking hell. I just want to try it. So when it was invented in the late 1800s, I believe in New Orleans, they would have 20 barmen lined up and... The first person would shake, and then they'd pass it to the next person, they'd shake, right? So you've got to shake it for two minutes without ice. Okay? Continuously. Continuously. To mix the egg white, I presume. Yeah. So apparently Rough. the lime and lemon and the gin help kill any bacteria, and it cooks the egg, basically. You can't get food poisoning from raw egg anymore, either. No. Well, I know, but... 
this is just the way it is. You know, this is from the late 1800s. Two minutes. Shaking the cocktail for two minutes, mate. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's killing I was me. there going, fucking, Jesus, how the fuck do those porn stars do it, man? Because Jesus hey, you can't... And then she so do that for two minutes, and then you put ice in, and then you shake it till the ice melts. Oh, mate. Oh, my God, I was fucking there. And so I went to the regulars, I was like, look, shake this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll all shake it, like, just like they do in New Orleans, you know? And then you pour it, you strain it out, and then you top it up with soda water, and then it kind of comes up like a cloud in a column above the top, right? Right. And I put a straw in. A little taste. Any good? It was strange. Not for you? The texture of it was really pleasant. Okay. It's like drinking a cloud. Oh, thick and gloopy, like cum. No, not thick and no, Big no. mouthful of cum. <laughs> No, but it does look like um until you, before you put the soda water in it. I said I showed it to one of the kids. I was like, I say one of the kids, one of the guys in the uh, one of the children that works in the pub. One of the sixteen-year-olds. Because I once I poured it into a fancy glass, I had a bit left, put it in a half pint glass without any soda water, and it looked like it's oh, is that is that spunk? I'm like I'm not a fucking whale, man. I'm like how much spunk? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, everyone's yeah. spunk in a fucking glass. Yeah, at work. And that quantity, that volume, I can't do that. No, mate. <laughs> But if you want to see me try, it'll cost you a tenner. <laughs> was it, would you have it again? Or was it too much effort? Too much effort. Not that nice. It tasted like lime. I could get the lime. The texture was nice. Lime's very overpowering. It was very overpowering. Very it, strong. It kind of like, it kind of tasted like the bottom of a gin and tonic once the ice had melted. If you'd put a slice of lime in it. Yeah, a bit, a bit watered down, a bit zesty. Yeah. And then once I'd got all the liquid and I was just sucking up foam. It was just creamy, eggy foam. It's it's a bit horrible. Yeah, it makes you feel sick, mate. To us. So, oh, well, you've tried it, mate. Tried it. One off the list, isn't it? It's the most intricate cocktail I've made, and it was very disappointing. Sounds very difficult to make, but people fucking love them. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's fucking acquired taste, isn't it, brother? Yeah. So, we've spoke previously about my ability, George, to be able to fucking. Pick up song intros very quickly and name the song and artist. So, we're going to have a go live on air. I'm going to put a disclaimer out. We do not own the rights to any of this music. We certainly didn't make any of this music or produce yeah. any of this music. We, we both subscribe to Spotify, so Spotify, just leave it out. Let us do it. Yeah, Spotify. We're, don't don't we're, cancel it. Yeah, we're streaming on your platform. We're listening to Spotify on your platform. Hey, and you know what? If you want to hit us up with a sponsorship... That would also be cool to Yeah, you. get Spotify. It's, it's good. It's it very decent. Anna is a wicked podcast on it called Comfortably Dump. Yeah, exactly. Liz, if you had to have just one app, what would that app be? Spotify, yep. probably, boy. Amen, brother. We ride together, we die together. Uh, Spotify for life. Every time we get in the car, mate, Spotify on. Exactly. Spotify plays in the pub. People follow the Spotify playlist. Yes, exactly. So how long are you going to give me, George? Well, apparently it's a myth that you get seven seconds, but... All great stories are rooted in truth. Yeah, we'll give it a go. So, what so, are you, you going to give me seven seconds? I'll give you like five or seven seconds. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, I might not know some of these. Right, so it's going to be like from my Like a Rolling Stone okay. album. Okay. Okay, I'm going to press shuffle. Okay. See how it goes. That was the first song. that I, I didn't press shuffle. Sorry. That was Like a Rolling Stone. Can you hold Stone. it close to the mic? It's can't hear very well. Okay, I'll turn it up. I'm not going to get any of these now. I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. Uh, Black Sabbath Paranoid. Nice. How many seconds is that? 
That three. was two seconds. Yeah, boy. Okay. Redbone. Come and get your love. Yes. Nice. This, unfortunately, I do not know. That kind of sounds like Led Zeppelin, no? Wild World by Cat Stevens. No, I don't know that one, I'm afraid. Oh, should have started to go to Clash. Yeah. Nice. You've really got me. Oh, I don't know the eyes, though. Ooh. You've really got me is a lyric, but the title is All Day and All of the Night. Really? By the Kings. Oh, fuck me. Let's try again. You won't know that one. That one's got this is making me look bad now, so yeah, I'm meant to, meant to be expert at this shit. Uh, every Breath You Take. Yeah. Phil Collins. Nice. Uh, it was the Larry's Band Zoom. <laughs> the last one was actually The Police, not Phil Collins. Oh, was it? Yeah, and this is I Wanna Know What Love Is by Foreigner. <laughs> shit. Right, I'm making a fool of myself now. Salt of the Swing. Yeah. Die Straight. Nice. Uh, it's Harvest Presley. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Marie? Marie's the name, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Smoke on the Water. Uh, oh, no. It is Smoke on the Water. Deep Purple? Deep Purple. Brian Adams, run to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Don't know this one, lad. That is the... If I... I wish it on a bit. Oh, that's... Is it Pinball Wizard? Spinball Wizard? By... Oh, I don't know. The Who? Yes. Yes, thought it was. All right, nice. This is the monkeys. Yeah. Uh, don't know the name of the song though. I'm a believer. Okay. Linrid Skinrid, Sweetham, <laughs> Sweetham, Alabama. Uh, Rock the Casbah, the Clash. Nice. <laughs> Carry on my wayward son, yeah. Kansas. <laughs> Not for me, mate. Don't know that one. I wish it on. No, I don't know it, George. I Fought the Law by the Bobby Fuller Four. That was a bit, that was a difficult. Let's try again. Uh, oh, Fleetwood Mac, Tommy Lies. Yeah, Little Lies. Do you know that one? That's Wild Thing, isn't it? Yeah, by the Trogs. You must know this one. Uh, Jet, I give you my girl. Yeah, nice. Iron Man, Black Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't need any lyrics or anything. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the air tonight, Phil Collins. It, it does sound like that, so I'm going to whiz it on. Oh, hang on. Uh, that is the Who, Eminence Front. Yes, mate. Very fucking nice. Ace of Spades, Motorhead. Nice. No, I don't know that one, George Oliver. The Ballroom Blitz, sweet. Ah. Uh, that... Billy Idol, White Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I know I'm good at, obviously there's... Uh, that is Barracuda. Yes, by... Oh, I can't remember. Heart. Heart. You should know that from Guitar Hero 3. San Andreas, I think I know it from. You've been doing... You Wait, you've been steaming fucking through these, to be fair to you. Don't know that either, lad. That's Piano Man by Billy Joel. Uh, did that one John do cover of that? 
I think he did Rocket Man. Ah. Oh. <laughs> He's a lover, Phil yeah. Collins, or Philip. Is it Philip Bailey? It's Philip Bailey and Phil Collins. She's an easy lover. Uh, sunglasses at night, mate. By who? Oh, Skepta. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Hart. Ah, oh, mate, didn't know that one. Uh, Van Morrison, Brown Girl. Oh, banger. Banger, 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 banger. Whiskey in a jar, Thin Lizzy. Yes. Sweet. Uh, bye bye, Miss American Pioneer. Yeah. Um, Don McLean. Yeah, Don McLean. All right, we'll go for five more. Guns and Roses, switch hard on. Yes. Nice. Dirty Old Town. Yes. Not the Pogues. Yeah. Nice. You're two for five. It's not Popmaster. Yes, it's Popmaster. I'll go and get a free radio yeah, in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Boys back in town, they're Lizzie. Nice. Let's try For the listeners, I'm not looking at the phone yeah, or anything no, here. Go, this is just all it. off memory. Painted Black Rolling Stones. Nice, right. Fucking hell. Here we go then. Number five. Uh, that's Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> Ran so far away. <laughs> All right, we'll go for one more. It's going to be a wild card. It's going to be a difficult one. Uh, Steelers wheel stuck in the middle. There you go. Nailed it. It will take uh, seven to ten working days for your DAB radio to arrive. That's, like, that's okay, mate. It will be delivered by our work so, experience. Just a shout out to my mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all the boys at work. How you doing? <laughs> We'll send the work experience boy over with your radio. His name is OJ. Yeah. yeah. When he gets back. <laughs> he gets back. How long's he away for? Do we know? Part-timer. I think, I think he said he'd be back for next week. He, he fucking... Oh, I, I dread to think of his budget. Yeah. Because I think he... Did he say £100 a day? His budget or something? Something like that. I don't think it's our lasting power. Not going to get you far. Not yeah, nowadays. Honestly, not in IB for me. No. I've, I've, I've heard bottles of water at 10 or 15 euros. Jesus. It's a fucking joke. They must be in the nightclubs though, surely. Anyway, I think, mate. What part of Ibiza has he gone to? This I, is what people keep asking me. I don't know, mate. I, when you go to Ibiza, you just think of yeah, the clubs. Yeah. Like Ocean Beach and fucking whatever the other ones are called. Do you know what I mean? Because my grandma and pa are into Ibiza, but they went to the quiet side of the island. They definitely were in Ocean Beach on the pills. Yeah, Raven misbehaving. On the pingers, boy. Throwing glow sticks around. Do we have some questions to answer, George? I don't have access to the thing. The people at work thought I had some to offer. Yeah, they did. So, one girl said, and this is a philosophical quandary, and it kind of relates to the sheep thing you said earlier, actually. And there was some research did, done on it. I did uh, participate in it online. Some research did on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. It do be like that Do be please. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you're on a train. Okay, you're driving a train. Yep. And uh, there's the, the track forks off in two directions. Yep. If you go, if you leave the track going on course, well, you're not a train driver. You're, the train driver's called you up to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pre-9-11. So you can go see what the train drivers do. <laughs> <laughs> Copy uh, POV view. Yeah, POV view. 
And then the driver, he has a, I don't know, he has some sort of stroke and he dies. Like, oh, he's just, he's unconscious, basically. He's incapacitated. Yeah. So you get radiated over and it's down to you now. Big Lou, we need you up front. Yeah, Big Lou, you're there, are you there? And I'm, they, I'm they, there, and there. they say to you, if you don't change direction, you're going to run over five people. Yes. But if you do change direction, going to run over one person okay but you have not answered back yet so they don't know you're there so do you get involved and have no deaths on your conscience what do you what who do you hit first or do you get involved and kill one pe- person do you get involved and stop five people dying and just kill one person or do you not get involved at all? The five people die, but it's not your fault. Well, what I thought he was going to ask was, who'd you hit or what'd you hit well, first? Well, that's going to be the next question. Well, what'd you hit first? The brakes. The brakes are broken. Okay. Uh, mate, could be one person, isn't it? So you would, you would get involved and you would kill one person to so five? I think, yeah, I think so, mate. It'd be a fucking a very awful scenario. Mm. Staying quiet, though, I think that'd, that'd haunt you forever. Yeah. Not doing anything. Not doing anything. Just letting things take its course. Yeah. Not interfering in the timeline. Yeah. It's a tricky one, mate. What'd you do? Sacrifice one, save five. It's always the way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's tricky. That, that, is, that is the way of life, mate. Okay, so let's say you are the train driver. I've always wanted to be a train driver. Here we go. All right, so you're a train driver. There's two tracks again. It's going to fork off. There's... A criminal who's raped and murdered ten women. Okay. He's on one track. And then there's a priest. Never done anything bad in his life. Criminal. <laughs> Don't ask me twice, bro. Yeah. Criminal's getting... Do you... Which do you choose to run over? Criminal, bro. The criminal. Or, you, I mean, you fatten the priest to stop him prevent... Stop him causing any crimes like yeah. the day. At least the paedophile's done it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? He's, he's committed his crimes. <laughs> yeah. That's an easy one, isn't it? You think, well, obviously, you're going to choose... In this example, the priest is actually a holy man who hasn't dealt with any It's kids. the criminal all day, isn't you it, you got to kill the criminal because the priest has got more, more... He's more benefit to society. That's an easy one. So, picture the scene. You're on the train. Track left or right. There's a man on one track. There's a woman on the other. You don't know their history. Which one do you run over? I don't know, mate. It's just going to be a 50-50 split, isn't it? Yeah. Would you let Jesus take the wheel on that one? I think I would let Jesus take the wheel on that one. Mm-hmm. I think I would. Or I'd just... I don't know. The controls would be... If I if I touched the control one way, I knew it was going to go one way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like you close your eyes and just fucking hit a button and let it do what it wanted to do. Yeah. You'd know. Yeah, you'd have to just... I think you just have to leave it, mate. Just leave it. See where the wind blows. Yeah, what what can you what Where can you do? The... <laughs> what know. gives you the right to choose? Ooh, I like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so next one. Going down the tracks, there's a grotesque paedophile and ironically a baby or a normal husband and wife. Who'd you run over then? Oh, I don't know. This is where it gets hard, man. I'm going to... I don't know. Pedophile, baby, maybe? Yeah, because some people would argue the baby hasn't experienced life yet. But the other pe- the other two might. I mean, if the, pe- if the baby's the pedophile's... You know what I mean? Uh, Victim. 
<laughs> yeah, infant, their, their child. Yeah. That might be a fucking... Genetic bad, defect. Might be a bad egg, mate. Mm. Come along, run. That is a tricky one. I don't um, know. What are you doing in that situation? I would probably... I'd probably it's hard, man. When when I was answering these questions, they weren't... I can't remember them exactly, so I am kind of spitballing them, but they got harder and harder because you think... Yeah. Oh, like, when the choice is presented a criminal or an innocent person... It's easy to quantify it. You'd have to take a vote, mate, on the train. Yeah. Like, right, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that night. To put your fucking mind at ease of it. Mm. And then there's one last one. So there's one normal bloke. Yes, I know where this is going already. Right. Or there's 20 criminals of varying crimes. Some are serial rapists. Some of them are murderers. Some of them are paedophiles. The majority of them have just nicked something from a shop or they've evaded taxes. A I think bit. the crims are getting it, mate. So you'd plough through all 20 criminals yeah, to save one life. It's collateral damage. <laughs> They're all bad eggs. Some of them not as bad as others. Yeah, but we've all done stuff uh, that. Yeah, I know, mate. I know, but. Yeah. Say three are serious. Okay, there's one murderer, one rapist, one paedophile. The other 17 are just low end crooks. Would you blitz 20 to save one normal person's life? I think so, because them 20 are just a waste on resources, mate, again. <laughs> <laughs> they're, costing, they're costing taxpayers money. I don't know. I'd blitz, I'd blitz through the 20 as well. It's fucking hard, mate. It is hard. I would love to see where this research went. I don't know if it's actually gone anywhere. Imagine having actually choose this scenario. Well, this is what AI cars are going to have to take into account soon. How are they going to know, though? Because they work at such like a fast speed, fast. Yeah, but how are they going to know who they're going to hit? It's just a person to them. Okay, so let's say all cars are self-driving. They reckon Tesla. Can, I don't think Tesla can make a choice between like a person or a car or a bus full of children. They reckon they can choose. Yeah. Smash the car rather than children. Exactly. So in them, you have to teach it ethics and morals. Machines don't have ethics and morals, mate. Yeah, but that's why you teach them that. Neural network. Oh, you ever watched Terminator, mate? Yeah, but fucking hell, bro. Once they start learning at a geometric rate. I think once that shit starts happening, they'll be like, right, no more autopilot. Yeah. No more. It is. This because that's, some, that's something controlling the outcome. Yeah. Whereas someone swerving across the road and trying to hold the car steady, whatever they hit, yeah. unfortunately, they probably couldn't have helped. At least, that's, that's an accident, yeah. not, not fucking deliberate. Yeah, cal- it's not calculated, is it? It's yeah. a split-second like decision. It's manslaughter murder. Yeah, exactly. Person's driving it, manslaughter. If a car's driving it, it's murder because the car's deliberately pulled into a fucking yeah. other, another car. Yeah, it's deliberate and it's calculated. Yeah, it's pre. Yeah, it's preempt, mate. Yeah. I was re- I was been watching those Terminator videos and uh, they were talking about how... When the Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 was made... The Resistance. Yeah, AI robots controlling all this shit was, like, far-fetched. But now as we get into 2022, it's not far-fetched. Imagine if you was going down the road and a Tesla fucking swerved into you rather than the car next to you because there's yeah. children in it. You'd be pissed off. You think... It didn't kill you, made you paraplegic. Yeah, you'd piss you off, mate. You'd fucking sue Tesla. You would. They'd you'd go got, mad. they got so much money that they would... They'd probably buy a new pair of legs. And they'd be like, yeah, well, we sent you a self-driving Tesla ambulance and then Tesla robots operated on you, so we'll call it even, bro. They made you, made you a Tesla set of legs. Yeah, te- yeah exactly. <laughs> Tesla prosthetics. And then you, the Tesla owns 20% stock in you. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, we've gone bump. We've got to take the legs off you. Yeah, you've got to take the legs, bruh. It's fucked up. I mean, loads of people signed, loads of robotic and AI scientists actually signed a thing saying that autonomous weapons shouldn't be made. Like battle droids and terminators and stuff. But it's not, it's the whole fucking thing, isn't it? Mm. You've got to fucking kill a load of people, mm. kill a hundred innocent people, but wipe out a whole town of fucking terrorists. Yeah. A person would probably struggle to make that call. A robot would just do it. Just do it. But then a person probably could do it if they were pushed. Yeah. But it would take them longer. I think there's plenty of people that are capable of doing it. Collateral damage is everywhere, mate. I don't think you can get away without it. Yeah, blue on blue, mate. It happens all the time. Yeah. I don't think there's no no way out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Send soldiers into war. Your soldiers are going to get killed, but you might win the war. Exactly. This is the whole thing. I think it will... History will repeat itself. Like, we look back at World War One and think that's outrageous. Who in their right mind thought from a tactical perspective sending tens of thousands of blokes over a trench to be machine gunned day after day after day? It was like they fucking got it, innit? Yeah, it? it was... Yeah, but they didn't... They only... I don't... World War One didn't... It's not like they invaded Berlin. They didn't even get that far. They just called a truce, basically. But, obviously, someone had to lose that truce, but... Imagine having to give the command, mate. Yeah. If it was autonomous, they'd just go, wouldn't they? I suppose drone strikes removes people because they're sat Well, in... Mate, we'll have soldiers eventually. Probably have fucking robots doing the fighting. Yeah. They ain't going to worry about going over the trench. They'll just go. Yeah, they just go. That's what I mean. History will pee itself. They'll go back. Like, you get the guys in Nevada. They're sat there. They've got their, their G-Force Turtle Beach headphones on. And they got the fucking PlayStation 5 controller. Bombing fucking people in Iraq. Yeah. It's easier to do that because it doesn't feel as real. Nah, it's just a game, isn't it, mate? But like, if you have to bayonet somebody, it's a bit too, bit too you much. You ever watched that it? film called Ender's Game? No, but I do know the plot. Yeah, it's like, like a, sci-fi. They think it's a, the guy thinks it's a it, simulation, yeah, but it's not. But then he realises, actually, you know what I mean? He's just sacrificed loads of people, but they've, they've won a war. Yeah. That sort of thing, mate. There are sacrifices. There never will be, George. You're working, in, you're working in a factory building the robots for the war. Yeah. What come, you know, in, oh, there's an enemy plane flying across, drops a load of bombs on the factory, kills all the people building the robots. Yeah. There's always, no always going to be that, mate. Maybe humans will just live underground eventually once we've polluted the fuck out of it. There'll be no need for war then, will there? No. We're all living underground, mate. Why, why do we need to fight for land and fucking... Planning land underground, baby. Housing prices will be... Mate, I'm just going to go put sun cream on today and the fucking sweat has gone into my eyes. Sorry. This, ha- this happens every day about 7 o'clock. The sweat burns, George. What time is it? Half 7. Right, sorry, we're in a really deep philosophical conversation. So, should a, should a Tesla prioritise the life of the passengers that it's driving rather than on the road? <clears throat> so, if you, you bought a Tesla self-driving, shouldn't that Tesla's main priority is to keep you alive, not expend your life, that, save a school bus full of kids? Would it know it had a car full of people? Yeah, so the car knows, okay, I've got my owner, Lewis, his girlfriend and his kid. It, We're uh, heading for a collision with a school bus the whole with 30 thing. kids. Again. Does the Tesla, is the Tesla's first priority not to the people that bought the car? Or should there be an overriding... It's the ethics, isn't it? Yeah. 30 children on the bus. You're going to save them, aren't you? Because they've only just started their lives, mate. But how are Tesla going to market suicide cars? 
Well, I don't know, George. <laughs> <laughs> I'd turn the fucking thing off autopilot, mate. Yeah, just drive it manual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. If there's a crash, mate, at least it... I, you know what I mean? I tried to control the car and nothing I could do. If you could live in any movie universe, what would it be? And what character would you be in it? Uh, probably Marvel, Spider-Man. Nice. Yeah, Manhattan. Yeah. Or Brooklyn, is it? It's real. Brooklyn's real world. part of Manhattan. Yeah, it's real world, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be chilling, web-slanging, doing my, doing my business, you know how it is. Yeah. I'd want to be Boba Fett in Star Wars. Nice, nice. Or the Mandalorian. But he's got a kid to look after, I can't really fuck with that. I want to be Boba Fett. <laughs> you have to choose another, another person then. Okay, this is what episode has been? 20. Episode 20. Thank you for listening. We're going to have to call it a day because yeah. we got beers to drink. i got sun cream in my eyes. George's eyes are on bright red. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. I need to go and wash them out. Episode 20 has been real. Thank you. I'm sorry to let you all down, but OJ will be back next week. Oh. <laughs> the censorship is back next week. Yeah. The, the expert's back yeah, next week. Yeah, the expert's week. back. Yeah. Um... We've been at a loss, actually, without his expert advice, but we do miss him. Yeah, we needed a PowerPoint just to record this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he has Yeah, he has got us out of a jam, actually, God so bless. we thank him for God it. So, and I hope he has a good time. Listen to this episode while you can, because this might get taken down for copyright infringement, and we might purely just get cancelled. <laughs> thank you for listening. I've been your boy, George. And I've been Lewis, comfortably dumb. Peace out. Bye-bye.